The opinions and views shared in this podcast are the opinions and views of the host and the host alone. They are not a reflection of his employer or any other organization that the host is a member of. The host does not speak for anyone, only himself. This is the I Am Pitch Podcast. Get ready for contact. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy Dex with the I Am Pits podcast. I'm sorry, but I'm having some sort of internet connection issues. And everything, for some odd reason, is kind of slow and slacking. You know, everything's very sluggish right now. So I don't really know what's going on, but I am hoping that at least the audio is coming in a bit clearer and sounds a lot, a lot better. You know, since I started my podcast back in 21, I believe. I've always had this issue with just sluggish or excuse me, with the low audio quality, just because I have a sure microphone. Apparently, microphones are not very loud. And I've been trying to resolve that issue. I mean, my God, for a long time. But I got to so finally resolve the issue. So I got to give a shout out to my homeboy, Jason Kiefer, or as I called him on the podcast, he was on with me, Jason Kiefer from uh, the One More in the Matter Here podcast. He told me, he's like, hey, yo, man, you ever thought about getting a mic booster? And I'm like, I'm a novice. I don't know what I'm doing, bro. What's a mic booster? He's like, no, hey, literally, you just plug this thing into the back of your microphone, turn on your uh, 48 volts on your uh, your little uh, little interchange thing over here, and it boosts your microphone up. And so I get on Amazon, I order me one, and guess what? It freaking works. And so I'm hoping that now the audio is a little bit louder and that you're able to hear my voice a little bit more clear. That right along with the video of being able to see me and actually hearing me more. All of that combo, man. So shout out to my homeboy, Jason Kiefer from the One More in the Out of Here podcast. Along I'm talking about One More in the Out of Here podcast, man, y'all do me a favor if you are listening or if you're watching. Man, go over to the One More in the Out of Here podcast. I mean, they got a YouTube page. They got an actual, actual website, man. Go there and give these guys a follow. I I love these guys, and I'm very appreciative of all the things that they've done to help me. I mean, we kind of go back and forth with trying to help each other. And podcasting can be kind of a lonely feel sometimes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to lie. Like I said, this is, I'm a one-man show. They have three of them you know, helping each other out and kind of get through things. I don't have any help here, but thankfully I got those guys, and they kind of try to help coach me along the way with things that they're learning and things that I'm learning. So it's good to have the help and it's good to have an ally in this game. So those are definitely my homies. So please be sure to go and give these guys a follow, man. Their, their show is actually rather hilarious and they have a lot of good guests on. And we kind of try to bounce guests back and forth between us, man. But, you know, definitely go and um, give one more and I'm out of here. Go make, make sure you give them a follow and tune into the show and rate and review their show for, for me if you could. All right. And also, if you're watching the live stream, I know you see something that I'm wearing. It's my first ever sponsor. I'm wearing the Gunfighter Trading Company T-shirt, man. And if you look up on the screen, if you're on for the live streamers, you see that I'm on their website and you check out what they got going on. They currently have a 20% off sale at the store. And not just that, as you can see, I'm here, I'm burning the one more uh, the uh, Gunfighter Trading Company candle, man. So the great things about these candles is this one right here is NCO. And man, this thing smells phenomenal. So once this glass, once the candle's done burning, 
it turns into a bourbon glass and then you could drink some delicious tasty bourbon out of this glass once the candle's done burning and you might end up with a lot of these bourbon glasses because every last one of these candles are amazing man and then there's also the goat soap that i have right here so this is my one for display but i actually have one that i use and it's phenomenal 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 and also man they got a lot of great merch dude they got t-shirts i mean beard bombs I mean, there's all types of stuff in apparel that they have, man. They got some pretty cool hats on there as well. And so if you're not paying attention to these guys online, please do. Like I said, my thing is I don't get paid by these guys. I don't, I don't, I told them I don't want their money. I just want to see another strong officer or uh, veteran business do well in this day and age on that. And they have a lot of good products, man. And I stand by their products. And like I said, I bought them myself. So if you're looking at the uh, lives chat, I mean, they got a bunch of that. Uh, you got polos or not polos, excuse me, hoodies, hats, T-shirts. Like I say, I'm wearing the T-shirt, man. These guys, they're freaking awesome. So do me a favor. Please go to Gunfighter Trading Company and get in, get you some of their merch. And it's all great quality stuff. And like I told you, I'm not getting paid from them. I don't want their money. I just want their products. And that's all. And I pay for them with my, myself. And I actually, I love them. Absolutely love them. So if you're law enforcement, the military, or if you want to think of a great gift for somebody that's in that field, man, these products are definitely it. So go to Gunfire Trading Company and get yourself some of their merch and some of their merchandise, man. And make sure you get put in that code PITS for 20% off, all right? So, man, now that I got all that out the way, it's good to be back at, back in front of the camera again. You know, seems a little soon, but I know it's been about two weeks. And, you know, like I said, it seems like I'm at a point where, where my shows are getting further and further apart. And ladies and gentlemen, I am sorry, yo, but I am balancing and juggling a whole lot right now. And, you know, dad life, you know, parent life, work life, off, you know, off duty life and paying bills. You know, but I'm still at a point in my life yo, where my kids are young. And so I've been really been trying to reprioritize things in my life and make sure that I am there for my kids and I am doing as much for my kids right now as possible because. Man, my, my kids are getting older and I don't want them to look back on these years and be like, man, dad was never there. Dad was always out working. And, and so I've been trying to take time, set aside time more for my family. And like I said, I'm going to prioritize that over the podcast because, you know, one day the podcast is going to be gone. But I mean, man, my family's not going to remember me from podcasting. They're going to remember Pops for what he did for them when they were younger. You know, so I'm taking more time to do more family activities. So we had a event that came up that I saw. And I wanted us to do a family mud run together. And so we went to, uh, I believe it was Sparta, Kentucky. Yeah, we went to Sparta, Kentucky. And we it's this event called the Muddy Kids. So me and the family, and we went down to Sparta, Kentucky. And we did the family mud run. So if you're watching on the stream, you can see that's me and my beautiful family right there. Yeah, look at that. That's my daughter, Brooklyn, my boy, DJ, my wife, Christina. And we had a wonderful time. So if you know what a mud run is, it's pretty much wear some clothes. You go through these obstacles with covered in mud. And it was absolute phenomenal time, you know. So, you know, we decided we're going to do the mud run and muddy kids, and we're there having a good time. And look at my my wonderful children. We even had shirts made, shirts made the uh, the muddy pits. <laughs> so yeah, it was a pretty good time, man. And uh, there, as you can see, going into the first obstacle. Now I'm warning, like I told you, I'm having oh, everything is slow right now and slagging, so slacking, so. The videos aren't really playing well. And Jesus, man, this internet's awful, dude. I don't know. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's us getting into the water. 
what else we got? Yeah. That's me getting ready going to the first obstacle. But like I said, geez, man, I don't know, man. We're getting new internet in the neighborhood, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, man, they're digging, they're in my neighborhood now, digging up everybody's yards, and we're getting ready to put in AT&T internet, and everybody says it's way better than Spectrum. So I hope that is the case because, my God, I'm about tired of dealing with this horrible internet. But, but that's us kind of right there in the middle of the mud run. Look at my boy. That dude is literally a chip off the old block, my son DJ. He is literally me, man. He likes to get dirty. My daughter, who was a princess, really don't like to get dirty, but she really had a good time. And that's me and my boy right there with the sign, you are amazing. I said, we, we, was, man, we was in it, man. We was definitely in it. And I wish this video would show, but it's, it's long ago, going across these little lily pads. And oh boy, this internet's killing me, man. Absolutely killing me. But yeah, we had a good time. But I, was, I gotta tell you, I actually got hurt during this event. And I was like, man, I'm not, there's no way I'm getting hurt during this event. You know how I got hurt? My pride and ego got in the way. So while we're doing the event, you know, my son, he's very competitive, man. He's like me. You know? Me, I've never really been a super, super competitive person, but this dude is like on another level. And he always thinks, man, I could beat dad. I'm gonna beat dad. And I was like, all right, let's race. So, man, we started racing. I smoked them in like three of three of the four races we did but as we were coming up to this uh last part i was like hey man i'm gonna give you a head start all right and he was like how far dad and i was like keep going up keep going up keep going up and so he goes up and we take off my wife yells go you know we take off running i'm like watch this but i took i put on the afterburners and kicked in the overdrive and i was right on his heels and sniper pow heard something pop and i go down yeah tore my freaking <laughs> when i tore but i pulled a hammy man and i went down hard dude oh it hurts so bad you know but it's been about almost a week and a half and i'm definitely doing better but you know that age factor comes in there man this dude's seven years old and i'm out here 39 i'm not saying i'm not active yo but i don't i, I don't get out and sprint as much as i used to i used to sprint on the tracks all the time i'll be honest it's been a while since i've been on the track sprinting and it showed, boy, my muscles was not ready for the amount of force and fast twitch action that I was putting on them. And I stretched before the event. That's the bad thing. Hey, welcome to 39, though. And hey, so I go down and I just kind of watch the rest of the race for the last like quarter mile. Yo, hey, yo, I'm just miserable, just kind of dragging, limping along. You know, then I had to go to work injured. And I was just like, y'all, just so y'all know, somebody take off running. I ain't, I ain't there with you. Y'all are on your own. So, you know, we go do that. And so after we do that, you know, we go home and we decide we're going to have a little family movie night. We love movie night, man. That's what my family lives for Friday night. Joe. But you know, so we're we're trying to figure out what to watch. My daughter's like, oh, my God, I want to see the new Little Mermaid. And me personally, like I told you, if you listen to this podcast anytime, I don't really care that they made the Little Mermaid black. My thing is just be original. Make, make it fit and make it make sense. Most things today in Hollywood it don't make sense because, you know, they have all these DEI standards that they have to have a certain amount of black people. You know, they have to have a certain amount of white people, Hispanics, Asians, disabled, gay, LGBTQ. You got to have all this stuff in movies. And it really throws off my ability to suspend my uh, suspend reality to believe in what I'm watching. You know, because like I said, it just don't make sense. So we're sitting there watching The Little Mermaid. And if you're watching on the screen. You know, I want you to look at this picture from the Little Mermaid. So I'm watching the Little Mermaid and I'm looking like, okay, I'm confused all the way right now. Because usually, typically, 
when you have a man that has a wife and he has you know multiple children they all pretty much look the same and they're kind of all the same people you know you like me and my wife you can look at our kids but oh yeah those are definitely their kids they kind of look alike but i was looking at all of ariel's sisters and if you're looking on the live stream you are looking at a plethora of different women and you can see the hollywood wokeness in this i'm like because you got so many different types of women and i'm just sitting here like yo what am i watching and i look at my wife like are you picking up on this at all she was like what i was like look man you have one two three four five six seven different women of <laughs> seven different ethnic people and it just doesn't make sense you got the real real black woman that the clearly she's african that's a mermaid then you got i don't know what the white woman is i don't know slavic i don't know norway norwegian european i i really don't know you know but then you got ariel the light-skinned black girl she ain't the real black mermaid she's the light-skinned black mermaid if they wanted to make this the real black mermaid the one right here right with my mouse is around bro that's who that's who should have been the black mermaid if you're gonna make a black mermaid then you got the asian mermaid then you got the latina mermaid and then another white mermaid, and who knows what she is. And then I guess another Hispanic mermaid. I don't know. But you know, I'm sitting there, I'm looking like, man, this is why I don't partake of Hollywood anymore. This is this is wild, bro. I'm like, I can't keep up with this. And I said, it's just too much for me to take in because I can't focus on the movie. Because in the back of my mind, I'm looking at Ariel's dad, the Mer the king. And I'm like, oh, so okay, is this man, are these literally all his kids? Or are these having these mermaid babies with different women you know and my thing is i'm like is he just going out there like genghis khan amongst the seven seas and just spreading his seed all over the place you know, to the to how <laughs> he can have all these different daughters you know what i'm like and then also in reality what one man is just gonna take on all his kids at one time that's not how it works I've never seen a man with seven with seven daughters that had all his daughters on his own when the mother was still alive and in the picture. That's definitely not a that's not happening on any case. Also, it's just the Hollywood thing we got going on. It's just so weird, and I really really hated it. Of course, my family, my kids, they don't notice this stuff. They're entertained, but me, I'm a grown man, and I'm like, I've been through enough things in life to where I can be like, yo, this is not, yeah, this is not really vibing for me right now yo so i hate the whole dei initiative that we have going on right now in america and especially in our movies right now so it just really bothers me and like i said i love spending time with my family and you know i'm trying to be more active in my kids life and regardless of the movie it's just nice to be around my family you know and it's just nice to be amongst my kids and them seeing dad active and involved in their lives because i fear what might happen if I'm really not as active and involved in my kids' lives? Because I see it when I'm at work in the streets wearing my police uniform every day. What happens when daddy's not around and there's problems, you know? So, and that's the last thing I want is I don't want my kids getting caught up in today's society and feeling like they have to be like everybody else in society because that's just not what we value in my family. You know, we don't believe in you know, in, in caving to societal pressures. We have a set standard for how we live our lives by the our last name pits, personal responsibility, integrity, trustworthiness, tenacity, and selfless service, yo. But everything in today's society is telling my kids yo, that you're a victim and that, oh, you're black, you're special. And the thing, truth, 
yeah, y'all are special to me, but to the world, you're not special. And I don't want them to thinking that they are that. And they, and I just, I don't want that for my children, man. So I'm trying to take more of an active role to ensure that my kids don't get caught up in some of the mess I see people get caught up in at work. And there has been a lot of mess of young men and even some older men I've come across that are really getting caught up in, how should I say, scams of people picking up on their loneliness and and their thirst, I guess you could say, people, men looking for some sort of connection in these dating apps. So there has been an epidemic of dick pic extortion that has been going on amongst the internet. So for you all that don't know, I'm going to explain how this is currently going. So I have been on multiple calls over the last few weeks, and so have some of my partners are where people are like, hey, I'm being extorted, I'm being blackmailed. I need a police report. And I'm like, bro, this police report ain't going to help you because I personally do not have the technology to know who these people or this person is that are blackmailing you. So how this is going is men, people, I guess we are hopping on these dating apps. They're hopping on Tinder. Uh, and I don't even know all of them. I really don't. But like what Bumble, Grinder, and people are getting on these apps and they're matching with people, I guess is what they say. And then once they match with somebody, they start talking to this person. Like I said, they never met the person. They just see a picture of this person and they exchange numbers and they start chatting. And then sometime during the chat, it comes up to, hey, you should send me a picture of that. You send me a picture of that penis, baby. Let me see what you're working with. So the guy gets all excited, pulls down his pants, takes a picture of his wiener and send it to this complete and total stranger. Well, the stranger then hops online it's on this person's social media, Instagram or whatever, you know, finds out everything about this person, finds out who their family members are. And I don't know if they really do, or they're just making a scene like they do, but uh, finding out their place of employment. And, and then they put together a collage of this, of the person's life, their family members, girlfriends, wives, employer. And then also they put in there the, the dick pic that they put this person and they send it to the guy and they say, Hey, if you don't send me a thousand dollars, I'm going to send this cop dick pic that you sent me to your wife, to your kids, to your employer, to everybody in your life that you care about. And now these guys' lives are falling apart. And I mean, we've seen it happen to kids as young as 12 years old at work, yo. At 12 years old. And that, I don't know if you know, that's a crime. That's considered child pornography. And even you as a child, if you're 12 or 13, you know, and you take a picture of your penis and send it to somebody, you are still engaging in a crime. And that's still, it's still legal. Even if you're the one doing it yourself, you still can't do it. Yo, but a lot of people don't realize that, yo. So that's really been the thing going on lately. Yo. And it, it, it's been, man, it's been, it's been a lot, a whole lot. And I was just sitting there like, man, bro, I am so glad that I'm happily married. And I don't have to get on these dating apps and try to figure out who likes me, who loves me, who wants to go out with me, who wants this from me. I mean, you could not pay me to be single in this day and age right now. There's no, I would not want to be out here trying to find love in today's current society because I just don't believe that it exists. Well, not going to say it doesn't exist. It is, but man, more people are playing games out here, dude. And then you're also gambling with your life. And I really believe that people are just that lonely in this day and age. And they know that they are reaching out and looking for any sort of connection. 
And the moment that a girl or somebody shows somebody attention, they're just instantly all in you know, without knowing they're meeting this person because they're just that lonely, man. And it's crazy how we're in a time where we have all this technology that connects us. I mean, we could talk to people around the world at any time, but people are still that lonely and that they're that they're that gullible. And I can't say that because I, when I was younger, I was gullible. I could only imagine if this stuff was around when I was younger, I'd be dumb enough to be like, oh, man, yeah, <laughs> let me show you what I'm working with, girl. Take that picture and send it. And, and then all I could think is, oh, my God, my mom and dad are going to kill me. You know, so, I mean, this has been, like I said, it's been a big, big, big trend. So for those of you out there that are listening, men especially, if you're out there and you're hearing this with my voice, this is me telling y'all, be careful. Be extra careful. If you're a married man or if you have a girlfriend, homies, listen to me. Be faithful. Don't be sending ding-dong pics to random chicks you don't know because you're going to ruin your entire life and over what? A simple a dick pic, bro? Really? How much is it worth, bro? $1,000 is typically the going rate that these people are asking for. And you got to ask, was it really worth $1,000? For what, man? You know, especially if you're a married man, you gotta think you have so much more to lose than anybody. Not just the money or your spouse, but your reputation. You would you want your reputation that would you want that to be your reputation? And the thing is, it's so commonplace in society now. Honestly, I don't really don't think people would even care. But me personally, on a personal level, heck no, I would not want that reputation. And you know, so I got to call the other nay, and man, and it really uh. It was a young, super young guy who was in his 20s, you know, and, and I'm talking to him and he's like, you could just see he's like completely defeated. And I'm just looking at this guy like, dude, I'm, I hate this is happening. To you. I'm sorry, yo, but he's just having this is not my man. Listen, it, that's not my penis. I promise it's not my penis. And I was like, bro, I was like, it don't matter to me if it is or isn't. You know, so I was like, he was just adamant. Like, I didn't send him a picture. I swear to God, I didn't like, bro, it's OK if you did. I'm like. I'm not going to judge you. Like, you're not the only person in Louisville that this has happened to, man. This has happened to a lot of people. You know, but, you know and then I just started talking to the young guy. And I'm like, like, man, have you ever tried just kind of going out and actually meeting people in real life? You know, I mean, it's I was like, you don't know who you're meeting on in line. But at least in real life, you can kind of see the person and you can get a better sense of who they are and not just who they're claiming to be. You know, on social media, you know, and he's like, yeah, but, you know, I'm just not very confident and, and I'm very antisocial. You know, and then he gets super excited and he starts showing me his computer that he built. You know, this man has like a two, three thousand dollar home built computer. Super nice. You know? And he's like, yeah, and I just sit here, you know, and the most of when I'm off, you know, I play Dungeons and Dragons and, you know, World of Warcraft and just video games, video games, video games. And I'm just like, man, this guy is so lonely. You know, and. and and I hated it for him. But also, I, I tried to make him happy when he was showing me the pic that the person sent him to try to extort him. He was like, man, that's not my penis. I was like, bro, I was like, that's a nice one, man. You should, if that, if that is you, I would claim it, man. It'd be okay. It's okay, bro. It's all right, man. I like be different as they send a pic out of a little raggedy little shaft, bro. <laughs> little raggedy penis, man, that was going out. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be ashamed. But if it's a nice one, I was like, hey, bro. You better claim that, dog. You better claim that if that is yours. Don't be ashamed of what you got, man. <laughs> you know, so I got a little laugh out of him, you know, but that was pretty much it. But you know, he was super excited about showing me his gaming computer. And you could just see that, like, online, the Internet was his life. 
Like literally that's everything he is and everything he wants. And I'm just like, man, this is literally what American culture has become. People are literally their online social media personalities and profiles. That's all they are. That's more to And the truth is there's so much more to us as people, but man, online being online and social media has become everything to everyone. And like, that's where people live, man. You know, I was watching a movie the other night called Ready Player One. You know, it's pretty much a movie where people live in this virtual reality and they can be whoever they want because they hate their real lives. And and so they just live in this virtual reality simulator their entire life. And they're just so unhappy with their regular lives. And I'm just looking at that like, man, this is literally current day America that we're living in. And I just keep seeing more and more signs of the degradation and degrading of America. And it, and it drives me crazy because man, my kids are so young you know, and I don't want my kids to be left behind, you know, but I don't, I don't want my kids to be so ingrained in society that they lose who they are. But also, and I also don't want my kids getting caught in some of these creepy, creepy online trends that they have and TikTok trends, you know, and I'm, and I'm, and I just kept thinking, but this is literally the lives of most young people in America. And then it dawned on me, this is probably the guy that I was talking to. He's probably one of the people that's helping these this new NPC trend on TikTok make $6,000 a week or $6,000 a day or one of them. Yo, but he's probably one of the guys donating to these women. And if you don't know what the NPC, NPC is, an NPC is a non-playable character. You know, So I'm going to show you all real quick. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I'm still working on uh hold on one second. I'm still learning the uh <laughs> pardon me, the the whole screen sharing thing, you know. But so this here is what is considered an NPC, a non-playable character. So it's like a person in a video game, and what they do is they just kind of uh I don't really know what they're called, but they they're just like they're background players, they just walk around and talk. And so you in, in walks this young lady named Pinky Doll. And literally, I'm about to show you the video. This is what she does all day. It makes $6,000 doing it. Yes, yes. Mm, that was good. Lemonade. Grab. Valentino. Got money. I got your name. Wow. A lot of gift for you. Slay, huh? Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cool. Grab, grab, grab. This is so grab, annoying. Grab. Oh, thank you, baby. This this is so cute. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Mm, that was good. Lemonade. Hee hi. Yes. It got me feeling like a cowgirl. Let me write it. Wow. Huh? Ooh. Go crazy. Go crazy. Mm. Okay. Okay. Meow. Meow. That's yes, enough. Yes, That's yes. enough. Ooh. That's enough. Yeah. I saw. I saw this the other day, and I kept seeing pe- people post it. I'm like, what the heck is this? I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what's the point of it? What's the purpose of it? I don't think anybody knows, right? but the purpose is for them to make money. And my God, apparently they're cleaning up house. You have people making up to $6,000 a day sitting in front of their phone on the computer. I, I guess reacting to emojis. And, and I'm just like, this is literally the bar for entertainment in America. Yo, like this is literally what young people are doing and going to right now. And I'm just like, yo, like this is wild, man. And I'm like, man, I hope that my kids would not become part of this. But 
like I said, it's just a different generation where, man, my kids watch video, YouTube videos of people playing video games. And I'm looking at them like, man, don't you want to be the one playing the game? But they were like, no, I want to watch this guy play. And I'm just, it's, it's just a different generation, man. <laughs> it's a different generation. And they, but this stuff captivates these kids so, so much. And, and I posted something a couple weeks ago with the video of the NPC girl. And I said, who are the beta cuck simps that are actually keeping this woman employed? You know, and, and then I thought to the guy in the apartment that I was taking this report for. And I'm like, it's these people. And I thought I was like, man, there's so many of these dudes out here. Not saying that they just, he's a bad guy. He's not. He's just, I guess, of a different generation than me. I'm 39. None of this would have been fathomable to me 20 plus years ago. You know, like I would have never thought that this would be like the bar for entertainment, yo, but these people are making these people rich. And I think the people getting paid off this know that how lonely people are and how desperate people are to just be mentioned as somebody, as some famous person's live feed, you know, like just for a little bit of attention, you know, and they're giving people all their money, you know, just for a little bit of attention. You know? And I'm thinking like, you know, this generation is complaining about, you know, we can't afford anything. Everything's so expensive. Inflation. Things were cheaper when y'all were younger. I'm like, yeah, that is true to a degree. But at the same time, you know, I wasn't giving all my money away to strangers online. You know, like that's one thing I can say I've never done. I've never given money to a stranger online for anything. I'm not giving money to a stranger to entertain me for nothing. I'm not doing it now. If there's a cause going around, like, oh, you got to go fund me for somebody that got hurt or died. Yeah, I'll donate some cash for that. But I'm not donating cash to somebody to act like a computer program and just mention my name. But like I said, even if I was younger, I just couldn't see a part of this. Gen I just couldn't see me, Dexter Pitts, partaking in such an activity just because I'm not cheap, but I'm just not, I'm not stupid either. You know, I'm just I'm not giving to my money to you just because you look cute and you're acting in a certain way i'm just not doing it it's like i ain't never spent a dollar in a strip club but i'm not giving i don't know you i'm not giving you my money like bro what am i getting out of this transaction and that's why i'm just like yeah i'm just you can't fool me man you just can't fool me yo but apparently these people are making so much money and they're fooling so many people and people are just falling in line you know? and that's the other thing i hate about social media how fast these trends spread you know what i mean i mean it's on fire and one one person does it there's like million videos of other people doing it, trying to capitalize on the same thing. You know? That's why I say there's nothing on social media now that's really original. Nothing, you know, and everything's the same. You know, you got people playing videos and making a quick video about it, or it's like they're just like, like reacting to the video and just shaking their head. Yeah, really not adding any context or anything to it. Just showing that hey, I watched this video and this is the face I made. You know? So that's why I try to keep my content original and i don't just look at a video and just point at it and be like look at this you see this right here yeah look, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah dude, this is stupid like no that doesn't add any value to anything you know so it's like i said we're just in a weird time you know like i said the bar for entertainment in america has become so low and we continue to make famous people stupid and that and talent people with no talent we just make them famous you know and the thing the other thing is We've now made every woman in America feel special, like they're sexy and they deserve our money and like they deserve all the attention and all the clout just because they might have a, some curves or something. It's everywhere. You know, everybody 
everybody's opinion matters. Everybody opinions count. Everybody's special. And the truth is everyone's not special. You know, but when you have people like Adam 22 and Lena, the plug who I just recently learned about, you know, and I see why America is the way it is, you know, because of people like this is who people are looking to as I want to, I'm not going to say leaders, yo, but look, people are looking to them for entertainment. You know? And so this here is Adam 22 and his wife, Lena, the plug and the giant Negro in the back there. His name is apparently Jason love. So Adam 22 is a, I guess a famous quote unquote YouTuber. I don't know anything about Adam 22. That's all I know. And apparently he does porn on the side and this girl right there, Lena, the plug, she is a porn star. I guess they used to make videos and do stuff together. So I guess at some point in time, these two literally just got married and I'm like, okay, cool. All right. You got married. Hey, I believe in the union, you know, the unity of marriage. I, mean, I believe marriage is a good thing. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. You know, so I'm all about it, but, but I feel like marriage has now become a mockery in our current day and age. And people get married as a business transaction, but they don't get married for the right reasons. And you were saying, you no, know, who are you to tell people the reason they should get married? I I'm the guy that believes in American traditional values and, it, and I'm the guy that believes in if our families are strong, our country is strong. And we're seeing the complete opposite right now in America where our families are non-existent and our country is weaker than ever and it, because there there's no such thing as families anymore. Marriage is marriage is an afterthought for most people. Everybody's about me, 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 me. What can I get out of this? What can I have? And so we're in a time where people like, Adam 22 and Lena the plug are moving ahead in society and getting rich because this clown here, Adam 22, he decides that his wife is going to have sex with this guy, this black dude, Jason love, and they're going to monetize it. So there's a, I guess his wife hooks up with the dude and they record it and they put it out and they make a, I guess a million dollars off the video. Now, a million dollars is nice. Money's great. I love money. But here's the problem. I don't love money to the point to where I'm willing to sell my soul and sacrifice my morals and my values just to have money. You know, there is a Bible verse that I absolutely love that I, I, I try to live my life by. It's Mark chapter 8, verse 36. It says, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world? yet forfeit their soul? What can anyone give in exchange for their soul? I mean, man, this man, Adam 22, let this dude smash his wife in front of the world and then make money off of it. And then you can see how everything online, there's nothing's real. Everything's a drama. Everything's fake. And so now that there's this beef between him and this black dude, Jason, Adam, Adam, Jason Love, I guess, you know, and he's like, man, you're a fraud. I'm going to expose you. And I'm just like, and you see where this is going, yo, because this is literally, it's becoming a feud, yo, and all this is going to do and get them more clicks and more likes. And you're like, well, why are you talking about it? Because I'm not talking about to get them more clicks and like, I'm talking about it to show how low American society has gotten, you know, that this is literally the bar for entertainment in America, you know, like, and what has Adam 22 done? Nothing. What has he added to anybody's life? Nothing. Maybe for the people in his life directly around him, yo, but I mean, other than letting some dude have sex with your wife for and you get in a million dollars, you're like, there's no amount of money you could offer me to make me sacrifice my union with my wife because 
man, you might have all that money, yo, but you would never be able to look at your spouse the same again. And I can't risk that because my family is more important than me to millions of dollars, yo. Because trust me, everybody's like, man, a million dollars, bro. You, man, I can deal with some problems for millions of dollars. Like, yeah, but you say that. And hey, yo, but think about how many rich people still kill themselves all the time every day. Think about it. Rich people kill themselves all the time. There's rich people hooked on drugs. There's rich people that have literally given their child everything that they wanted. And their children are absolute spoiled brats and don't know how to function in everyday life because they've never had to work for anything or earn anything. Look at the stories of people that who have won the lottery that never had money. And then all of a sudden win the lottery and it ruins their lives because they don't know how to handle that amount of money. It, money's great. Like I told you, I love money, you know, but. I love my family more and I love the dignity and decency that I have in my life. I love the fact that I can look at my wife and know that I'm the only man she's ever loved and been with. I, that, that speaks volumes to me, yo, but there's no amount of money that you can give me to give up that peace of mind. And yeah, like people, it'd be tempting. It, it would not be tempting in the least bit because I like the life that I have built with my family. The life that I have right now is the life that I've always wanted. And a million dollars, yeah, for letting somebody have sex with my wife is not going to give me more of the life that I want. I've already got it. I don't need the money. I tell you, that's why I do podcasts and I don't worry about sponsors because this is not about the money. I have the career that I desire. So I'm not worried about money. Yo. I'm worried about my reputation when I die and I leave this earth. I'm worried about my kids having a last name that they can be proud of. I'm worried about my wife having a husband that she can be proud of and beg on to say, Dexter took care of business. He took, he handled business. He took care of our family. And that's what, that's what worries me and keeps me up at night is the fact that I don't want to fail my family. You know, and for what, for just money, money's finite, man. Money runs out. And it's here today and it's gone tomorrow. And I know people are like, well, you're saying that, but cause you don't have, I've been broke before, man. You know, there's been times I've known misdone my budget. Yo, know, and we've overdrafted. I mean, we're not perfect, yo, but man, I know what it's like not to have money, but I also know what it's like to have everything you want. And I have it right now. And the thing is, I don't want to take that for granted. And the thing is, I don't want Adam 22 and Lena the plug being the influencers in my kid's life. I want to be that influence. I want me and my wife to be that influence. Nobody else, man. And like I said, and this is just a symptom of more of what's going on in America currently and just how weak. And how low of a standard we have set before our our American brothers and sisters, and it just drives me crazy, man. And I, I'm doing everything I can in my power to make sure that I counteract all of that for my kids. You know, like I don't want my kids getting caught up in this madness, and, and and if anything, I don't want my kids feeling like I don't want my kids getting into a delusion of, like I said, that they're special or that. They have to be treated better than everybody else because they have some sort of condition. Kind of like this young lady here that I'm about to show with this thing. It, I saw this a couple of weeks ago and I never got the chance to go over it. So now's a now's a time where I have where I'm going to show this video. But it's this thing. This lady it, it's completely made up, but she's saying she has time blindness. So All right. Let me set it up. And so I just got yelled at for asking a very reasonable question. So I'm applying to go somewhere and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time, you know, and then the person I was with 
interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. And then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist. And if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job, you know, provided you're trying your absolute best to be there. And then they're like, your stupid generation wants to destroy the workplace. And yeah, I think that a culture where workers are just cut off because they struggle with being on time when there's other solutions that we can look to. I think that just anybody who thinks it's okay to just treat people like that. Yeah, that culture needs to be dismantled. Wow. Wow. And and in my mind, I'm just like, you know, like, where, who is creating these people and making them feel like they are that special and deserve that much of whatever they want? Just because I suffer from time blindness. Like negative. There is no such thing as time blindness. It's called not having any responsibility and not getting your butt whooped as a child. You know? Now, we black people, let's be honest, babe, black people have time blindness. That has always been a thing. You ever heard of CP time? That's that color people time. Yeah, babe. Black people's always late to everything. How I know? Not me. I'm a military black guy. I'm always 15 minutes early. I grew up in a world of if you're 15 minutes and that 15 minutes early, you're late. And I live by that today. My wife, on the other hand, love her to death, but my God, Ooh, trying to get her out the house on time and her brother. Oh, man, they are so bad at it. They literally have time blindness, but it's because it's they're black. Not because there's some weak, weak little white girl with these ugly bangs on her foreheads that ain't never had no sort of life interaction. Yo, they, they're like, who do you think you are to say that I deserve reasonable accommodations for time blindness? Now, I bet you know what time it is when it's time to hop on that phone and make a video. When What time you got to upload your videos. And I know, you, I bet you know time for all of that stuff. Yo, but when it comes to you being a responsible ad- adult and actually having to live in reality in life, you can't handle it. So you make up this creation called time blindness. Bro, there's clocks everywhere. Apple watches. You got a cell phone. I mean, if you have a phone with you, you are constantly connected to a source of time that does not turn off. But yet you have time blindness. No, you have a lack of character and a lack of personal responsibility. And you clearly have parents that never that didn't love you, did not take care of you because there's no way that my kids are coming into my house. Amy, that I have time blindness. I'm like, well, you better time blindness yourself outside and go figure it out because I'm not going to sit here and hold your hand through your entire life because you don't know how to be on time somewhere. Like it's a sickness. You're like, it's it just blows my mind. Like this. This is literally the America that we're currently in, yo. And I'm just like, man, and these, this is the future of America. And I want to, and everybody said, man, that's not everybody. I know it's not everybody, yo, but there's so much of the stuff out there. So much of it. And it just, it really, it just kills my soul when I think of how I was at 18, 19, 20, 21. Now, I wasn't the most responsible person in the world, but I at least had a set standard of how to operate in the world. And I kind of knew what my job was and what I needed to do. Plus I knew if I was late to formation, somebody was going to put a boot in my ass. And so I was where I needed to be. And that happened before I even joined the military. And my dad constantly kept his foot implanted between my butt cheeks because I was always doing something stupid and I was irresponsible. Yes, that's going to be every young person in America, but there's going to be a time in your life where you're young, you're not going to have a good concept of time. You're just not going to have a good concept of personal responsibility. You're just not because you haven't had the time and experience yet. Because when you're young, you have a safety net. You have mom and dad 
who are there to catch you when the pieces, you know, when, when everything falls apart and when the crap hits the fan, you because you have mom and dad or you have somebody else that cares about you. But I'm not going to do you a disservice as an adult and let you continue to make that same mistake. You make the same mistake and then you expect somebody to be there to help you and you know correct correct the issue for you that's not how this is done you know? you know that's why when people ask me for money begging people on the street corners no i'm not giving you my money like i work for this money you have the ability you can sit out here begging on the street corner for 20 hours a day you can go stand in a factory and make money to take care and support your own bad habit i got my own bad habits to support my man i'm not giving you all my money that's not how this thing works yo but you know, like it, it, it just it just it just my soul that this is just everywhere in America. You know? So I want my family to be different. I want my kids to be different. I don't want my kids to be like everybody else. And I realize that starts with me setting the example, you know, going to work on time, staying out of debt. You know, I want my kids to see what a healthy marriage looks like. Me and my, you know, me and their mom hugging and kissing on each other, you know, just holding hands. I want my kids to see a healthy life. And I want my kids to know that dad's got issues, that dad's got PTSD and I've ha I've had, you know, emotional trauma. There's so much stuff. My kids see my dra my trauma. You know, they know that dad, you know, he's got his issues, but dad loves us and dad goes to work and dad handles business. Dad puts money on the table, dad takes us to do fun things, yo, but dad also requires us to do certain things if we want things in this life, you know. So, you know, my kids know that you don't you got to work if you want something. I'm not just handing you everything you want in this life because I would be doing you a great disservice, you know? And like I said, I want my kids to be part of the next great generation that's going to elevate America, not continue to depress America and hold it down from achieving greatness. And, you know, as much as I complain about the current situation in America, and especially with this generation, I, I always have to remind myself that hey, every generation has this group of people you know, that are just, leeches on society they just they don't add anything and they just they owe everyone owes them every generation has that it seems like there's more this generation yo but there's also a small segment of every generation that are absolute go-getters butt kickers door kickers man and i'm constantly reminded you know, that while my mind tells me you know, that this uh, america is going to come crashing to an end because of the lack of people we have that are willing to leave the cave kill something to drag it home yeah, but my heart tells me as a police officer that's been out here in the streets and i've seen some of the young officers that we've had come through it, my heart tells me oh, we're going to be okay and every time i get a text alert on my phone when an officer is killed in the line of duty i i'm always reminded that dude that there are people men and women out here that are still putting it all on the line that are still Know, working to a high standard that are still doing a job that is thankless regardless of how people are treating them you know and so every time i see that alert goes off you know it it really it does something to me so let me uh i'm gonna try to i don't know what happened to my tab but i'm gonna try to pull this tab up real quick but the fallen police officer's page the, fall, the officer down memorial page you know so it, Man, I, I've been on this page so many times, and it's just because I know a lot of people that are on the page that I've worked with, you know, but it's just a reminder that you know, America's is, America is still in good hands. 
I mean, when you look at these faces of these guys here that have paid the ultimate sacrifice for their country and their community. You know, you know I mean, I saw something the other day that said in the last 36 hours, it was a couple of days ago, you know, like that, that there have been like six officers killed in the line of duty. And I mean, every time my phone buzzes and I get these alerts and I look at these faces of these guys and I, and I look at myself, I'm like, do these look like guys that would be suffering from time blindness? Do these look like guys that would be operating in such a manner to discredit their families in the profession? And I'm like, I don't know these guys. I don't know them personally, but but I just know cops. And I know that police officers are a certain caliber of people. And most of the police officers I know are outstanding citizens, outstanding people, and they live good lives. And not every cop, cop lives a good, clean life. There's some cops that are weird and into some weird stuff, but hey. I ain't going to sit there and king shame because I don't know you, yo, but I know that it takes a special person to put on the police officer's uniform and go out here every day into the streets and knowing that every call you take could be your last run, but yet you continue to fill these calls despite the fact that you could die in the next moment. We're a special breed, especially in America today. We... We are literally modern day warriors doing a job that very few people want to do. And it's it's weird now because, man, there's so much money being filtered out into policing and people are coming into the job that don't really want it, that are just looking for a nice paycheck. I'm going to tell you right now, coming into this job just for a nice paycheck, you are asking for <laughs> you're asking for trouble, man. You're like you're not you're going to earn the money. You're going to earn the money. I'm telling you. You're going to earn every dime of it you know, because this is not a job that you do just to get a paycheck because the stress you're going to endure, the things you're going to see, the paycheck's going to be nice, but you're not going to, you're going to have nights where you can't sleep. You're going to have nights where you see some horrible things. You're going to have nights where you can't sleep because you just saw your partner take their last breath in uniform. You know? This is not a job for the weak or the faint of heart. This is not a job for people with no morals, no values and time blindness and all these other made up elements. You know? When you are a police officer, you take on the responsibility of everything. Everybody, you take on the medical responsibility. I mean, you take on the legal liability. I mean, there's just so much that comes with wearing this uniform. And I'm proud to wear it still because we have guys like these right here. Guys like these guys right here that go out here every day and put it on the line. And man, and I'm proud to still be a part of that profession. And the thing for me is I'm proud that my kids see me still going to work and making a living an honest living doing a hard job you know because they can see that if dad can do it so can i and that means that there's no excuses for my kids or anybody else to not achieve some sort of greatness in their lives and like i said i don't want my kids having these excuses behind ahead of them and that's why i'm careful with what my kids listen to and pay attention to and who pours into my children i don't want people pouring into my children a victim mentality that I can't do anything. I'm black and you know the deck is stacked against me because their dad has already shown them and proven to them that guess what? Your excuses are invalid. It's all on you. It's your character. It's your lack of hard work. It's nothing else. It's not racism. You know, it's not the white boogeyman. It's not the, uh, the elites that control everything. It's you at the end of the day, you got to put on your work boots and go to work. You got to get, you know, you got to know how much money you got coming in. You got to balance, balance your bank account. You, know, you got to spend responsibly. You got to avoid debt. You, know, you got to work harder than everybody else around you. 
which really right now is really not that hard. It's really not hard to achieve a high level in America right now with a time when so many people feel like they don't want to have to work, especially after COVID, when the American government told everybody that they were not essential, that they could just go home and we're going to give you money and don't worry, we're going to take care of you. And so many people have yet to return to work because they are now on the government dime and government tip. And I just refuse to be that guy. I'm on the government dime. I make a, I make a check from the VA from when I got hurt in Iraq. But guess what? That's not good enough for me. That's not good enough for my family. And I know I give the money back to be completely healed of the nightmares and completely healed of the physical ailments that I suffer daily. But that's not the case, man. But I still have to go out and work because there's a certain standard of life that I want to live and that I want my family to live. And anything less than that would be unacceptable for me or them. And I'm going to give it my all for my family and for my country and for my community until my last breath. So, ladies and gentlemen, and going on about 52 minutes, I'm cutting it a little short today. You know, I'm actually getting ready to go to the gym before I head to work. And man, it's been a let me tell you, it's been a long week, long week out here in the street, y'all. You know, we've been on hospital detail and. I've been sitting here in the hospital hallway for the last couple of days, smelling a prisoner's stanky farts all day and crusty feet. So hopefully the, our hospital details over soon. And, and we, and man, we're just so short, man. That's why I was telling everybody like, dude, if you want to be a cop, now is the time. You know, like you can literally go anywhere you want and become a police officer and write your own ticket to your career. They, you know, just because every place is hurting. Every place is hurting. I mean, man, I'm in the highest paid police department in the state and we are still struggling to get people. You know, so like I said, it's just a sign of the times, man. We'll see what happens with the future, but also, man, if you tune in into the podcast, I appreciate you all. Also want to throw this out there for you. So I'm working on my next, my second book. I started working on my second book a couple weeks ago. So that's currently in the works, but until the second book comes out, you can still go and get my first book. Hold on one second. I am Pitts. If you look at follow the uh, screen, yeah, that's this is uh my book. So I guess I'm at a uh, five stars on Amazon with like seventy something ratings. Wonderful book, man. So like I said, I don't act. I don't get on here asking people for money. I really, I'm not doing it. There's some people I follow on TikTok or not TikTok. I don't have TikTok on Instagram. That you know they make content. Like, hey man, and they got the cash app up. I'm like, bro, like, what, what am I giving you money for? Like what? Like what, what? What are you offering me besides a little bit of content? Hey, I'm not, not I'm not giving you my money, but I have a product for you all. That if you would like to read a great story of how I became who I am, and why I am the way I am, and why I think the way I think, my book I Am Pitts: Memoirs of an American Patriot. It's it's out. It's been out, man, and it's still doing well. And like I told you, I just actually recently entered my book in. To two into a contest, pretty much two contests and two subcategories in one contest. Yo. So we're going to see how that shakes out in the next couple months. But yeah, definitely, you know, definitely go to the website, click the link, go and order you a copy and leave me a review once you do. And like I said, man, it's it's a great book. I'm not just saying that to say it, but I had a New York Times bestselling author tell me, bro, you wrote a phenomenal book, man. So I'm still trying to get the word out there to get the book sales, keep the book sales going. And there's also an audiobook read by me as well, because I'm an audiobook guy. I hate sitting and reading. I just 
I can't. I don't. I live a lot, very busy life, bro. I don't have time to just sit and read. I'm literally constantly on the go. So, like, currently in my car while I'm working, I'm listening to podcasts, but I'm also listening to currently the uh, the uh, Band of Brothers, not Band of Brothers. Oh my God, it just uh, Jesus, man, from the uh, World War II, the uh, 101st Screaming Eagles, uh, 502nd Infantry, and their battles in World War II. I'm currently listening to that right now. So I'm just like, I'm always constantly listening to something, man. But so like, if you're looking for something to do a great story, I have one right here. I am Pitt's memoirs of an American Patriot. All right. So go and support the book so that, you know, that's going to support me. That doesn't go to anybody else that goes straight to me. And so like I said, if you do read and you like it, please feel free to leave me a review. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get ready to go ahead and uh, close this one out. It's been a wild one today with this wacky internet. So I apologize to you all for that. Like I said, the video's up. I'm still weren't learning, still growing. And I'm hoping to invest in actually a better video camera as opposed to just using my laptop. But I guess, you know, just work with what I got to work with for now. So, man, this has been the I Am Pits podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. And if y'all do me a favor, like I said, be sure to go review the show, share the show, rate the show, share with everybody. Tell them I'm out here making content as much as, much as possible. All right. Y'all take care and I'll see y'all.